You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Ears Max. Ears Max. Ears Max. Ears So I think the key about making art is that it's right there already. You just have to look at the world and then just look at it differently. Ear snacks. Ear snacks. I like the title of the show, Ear Snacks. Andrew and Polly. Andrew and Polly. I'm just going to pop out of these bushes real quick and try to uh, get this gate code in. And it was H and then M and then... Well, that doesn't work. I'm, just, I'm gonna try Z, just because I think Z is a nice oh, letter. Kevin, have you figured out Andrew and Polly's gate code yet? I'm starving! Hush, Louise. I am going as fast as a giraffe can. <laughs> well, I'm as hungry as a giraffe can be. Hmm, let's see. Hmm, well, maybe I'll just have a little bit of this peppermint candy right over here. No, Louise, don't do that. Don't you remember what? the plan what? that what candy time? is a present we promised the penguins we would deliver to Andrew and Polly? Oh, I remember, I remember. Though I just wished I had something to snack on, like some nice key lime pie or 42 <laughs> bananas. Or... Key lime pie, that's a good key. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, oh what yes. are my favorite keys? Oh. Let me see. Key lime pie. Mm-hmm. Those are the Florida keys. Oh, Those are islands. Good keys. It's yes. not pie. No, no, um, no. Keanu Reeves. Okay, how about keep working on the gate code? Okay, okay, Come okay. On. Well, let's see. Uh, I know it's a four letter code. In the last episode, we figured out the first two letters are H. Mm, for hugs. And M. No, for music. Yeah, those are things Andrew and Polly would put oh, in a code. Yes, yes, yes. Hugs and music. Oh, maybe there's something else lying around here that will give us a clue. No, Kevin, uh, listen to these two sticks that I've just found around their yard. Let me make a lovely rhythm. Oh, that's a nifty rhythm. <laughs> Louise, I wonder, hmm. how could a rhythm be a key? I know just who we can ask. Wing, wing. Wing, wing. Wing, wing. Hello? Hello. Uh, my name is Martina Castro. I run a podcast production company. And I also happen to be the host of the Vivo Songbook. Well, the Vivo Songbook is a really cool podcast that tells you how the movie Vivo got made. I love finding out the secrets about how things were made and what makes music and animation work. Exactly. But also this movie is special because it's about music. And so we also talk a lot about music, especially Latin music. What is a key? A key. Or, in other words, la clave. La clave. (laughs) (gasps) La clave? I've heard that word before. Yeah, well, it actually means key key in Spanish. And it's funny because key can really mean a lot of things. In music, key is the musical place of a song, the world that that song lives in, like the notes that you're going to use for that song. That's a good way to describe it. Sometimes they talk about keys in written sheet music. Like if you've ever seen like notes written on a piece of paper with like those lines that go sideways. A key is one way that helps musicians know how to play those notes. It's like the code code. that helps them read it. But you said another word. You said (laughs) la clave. La clave. La clave. It just happens to be the Spanish word for key. Key! But... 
It's also the name of a very special instrument in Cuba. And it comes all the way from Africa, actually. And it, if you looked at it, you'd never know it was an instrument. Why? What does it look like? <laughs> it's two sticks. I mean, you literally look at it, you're like, those are a couple of sticks. But actually, it's a clave. It's like two sticks, but one clave. It's very confusing. <laughs> two sticks. <laughs> but if you hear a clave, you will instantly recognize it. La clave. Is the name of the instrument. And it's the name of a rhythm. When you hear it, you'll be like, oh, there's the clave. Oh, yep, the clave. There it is. And it is the foundation, the bedrock of basically basically every Cuban song you'll ever hear. Oh, my God. So can we hear the clave in the Vivo movie? Oh, you better believe it. I'm going to go check it out and see if I can find it. You're going to listen to the songs from Vivo? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find my keys. Find your keys. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, one of the coolest people I got to talk to was Juan de Marcos. <gasps> Juan de Marcos, the guy behind the Buena Vista Social Club and Afro-Cuban All-Stars and the voice of Andres in vivo. What a treasure. He grew up in a special part of Cuba's capital, Havana. And he was surrounded by all of these people who played music. They identify as Afro-Cuban musicians because a lot of the music you hear out of Cuba was a mix of rhythms that were brought over from Africa, melodies brought over from Spain and Europe, and even some elements of China. I mean, there were Chinese immigrants in, in Cuba at some point. And, and Juan de Marcos is an expert in that type of music. What did he share with you about the clave that you didn't know before? It's just like how unique it is. Hmm. He compared it to the rhythm of jazz. And he did it with his body. He literally just clapped it on his body. He carries rhythm in his body, you know? He's just like, and he just started playing a jazz rhythm. And I was like, oh, cool. That's when you really realize how magical Cuban music is. It carries like something in its DNA. DNA. I'm so excited for our listeners that they can find the clave. With just two sticks. With two or sticks. Or with their body. With they can really do this and they don't need any special musical instruments at home. That's exactly right. I love that too. That's the best part about rhythm in general, right? You really can just, on your own body, with what you have on you, create some of these rhythms. You might be in the car. You could probably clack two toys together or two books. I'm just spitballing The here, possibilities Polly. are endless <laughs> when it comes to music. And now that we have the key... Mm. Oh, it's unlocked! Uh-oh. The clave! <laughs> <laughs> well, Martina, thank you for coming on Ear Snacks. Oh my gosh, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to share everything that we discovered on this journey of making that podcast with your listeners. So thanks for listening. All right, bye! Bye! With Andrew and Polly. Thanks, Martina. Thank you. And Wanda Marcos. And Lin Manuel Miranda. And Vivo.
<laughs> for sharing the key to the rhythms of Cuban music, the clave. My ears are unlocked. Yeah, uh, but our gate is still locked. I look out the window, Polly. Oh my gosh, Kevin look Lu- out the window. <laughs> Louise has still got her surfboard. <laughs> and Kevin has a mustache also, on. Also, it's hard for giraffes to hide in our bushes, Polly. Our bushes are not that tall. They sure are trying, though. <laughs> <laughs> With Kevin and Louise stuck outside our gate because mm-hmm. it's locked, mm-hmm. I'm sort of wondering, why can't everything be open all the time? Like, why can't everything be unlocked always? Hmm. That's a good question, Polly. Everyone could get to wherever they wanted. They would walk through the door into their house. You would just not have to open everything because there was no locks. Our front gate is locked because sometimes this space is just for our family. Yeah. And also, we have to keep something safe. Like one time, our gate was unlocked and our bicycles were taken. Oh, yeah. I remember that. If there were robbers in that world, they would easily sneak in and grab whatever they wanted, then sneak back out and go. They could, like, get in my house. Um, I'd feel sad. Kind of, like, stressful. And kind of mad at the person who took it or at myself if I lost it. I think before that, we left it open a lot of the time. Right. So we left it unlocked always Mm -hmm. until we realized it had to be locked to keep our stuff safe. Yeah, we use our locked gate to keep our yard, uh, a space just for us most of the time. Right, and we love to invite our friends in. Oh, yeah. And then we can share it. But you know, Andrew, Hmm. there are spaces that are shared pretty much always. Oh, yeah. And I know an artist who is really interested in that idea. Hi, Andrew and Polly. My name is Paul Ramirez Jonas, and my teenage daughter calls me Hey. (laughs) otherwise i go by he him (laughs) i'm a visual artist who lives in new york city i'm also a a professor and uh, i do all sorts of art but mostly what's closest to my heart is works of art that are both public and participatory you just used a word that i'm not sure if our friends know a lot about Hmm. which is the word public public what does that mean Well, that is such a huge question. Public means you and me and all of us together, and we forget about that. So when we say public park, who's the owner? We are. And that is really the root of my work. How come we forget that we means us? And how come some people don't feel like they're part of the we? And who makes all those rules? Like don't step on the grass and don't drink the lake water, you know? If it's ours... Who made those rules? If you think about the city where you live or the town where you live, you could think of every single space you see and ask yourself, is this public or is this private? So I always like to think that the transition from a public space to a private space is always facilitated by a key of some kind. Do you have any keys? I have tons of keys. I have keys to my house. I have uh, a passport. Passport? It's a key that lets me into some countries, but it doesn't let me into others. So my passport is a key that doesn't open all the doors. The same way that my keys in my keychain don't open every single door. You did 
a giant art project called Key to the City. Can you tell us about that? There is an award that people get called Key to the City, and it's very old. It comes from when cities had a wall all around them, and you could not come into the city except through a few gates. gates. Those gates would close at night. And if you were not from the city, or you were trustworthy, or people liked you, they would give you the key to the city, which literally opened a little door, Open the door. inside the giant door to the city, and you could come in. <laughs> Now it's just an award, it's a symbolic key that a city will give to someone. Captain Scully, a few years ago, was piloting a plane in New York City, and a bird ran into the engine, and the plane was going to crash. Ah. And he made the plane land safely in the Hudson River and saved every passenger. Whoa! So they gave him the key to the city as an award. So my project wanted to make that key actually open places. So we went all around New York City and we changed the locks of 24 doors. So that the key to the city would not just be a fantasy, but it would be a reality. What kind of doors? So we had a key to a cemetery, a key to a park, a key to a secret door in a museum, a key that would let you turn a lamppost on and off. Each one of those things would make you think about what is public. That's so interesting. I never thought about lampposts, and if they could have keys, Polly, have you ever thought about turning on and off a lamppost? I think if I could turn on and off a lamppost, I would feel like I could do something I've never done before, which is choose whether a street lamp is on or not. Light is happening. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a big deal. There's a really amazing thinker that says that each art project can expand what we think is possible. So I'm glad you think that about turning a lamppost on and off. <laughs> How many of these keys were there? There were 24,000. What? Oh, that's a lot of keys. Yes, we made 24,000 keys because the other thing Key to the City tried to do is not just make sure the key opened real things. It was also that it wasn't just famous people who could get the key, but anyone. Could get the key if anybody else thought they deserved it. So we had a little place in Times Square where you could come get the key. You could come and give the key to someone else. There was an award ceremony you had to follow, and you would record why you thought the other person was deserving of the key to the city, and you would give it to them. And many kids got them, and many kids gave them. That's so cool. Do you remember any of the reasons why people wanted to give someone else a key to the city? Why they thought there any memorable yeah. ones? This is what I think is really interesting. If someone gave the key to somebody else because they said "I love you" or "You helped me with my homework," which actually someone did, you're taking these simple sentiments that we all have and we're putting them together with a civic award. This is what I love about. About objects, right? When our loved ones give us objects, suddenly those objects have a huge amount of meaning. That is, aha, pun coming up, locked inside the object, and the only person who knows what the meaning is is the person who gave it and the person who received it. That's so wonderful. When did you first have a key? I had a key since I was very, very small、really? because I grew up in Honduras, and maybe even more than the United States, there's a real issue about your home being locked.、Hmm. In fact,、uh, you need a key to open the door to get out of your house, not just to come into your house. So kids get keys as soon as they're able to go to school or run errands on their own. So I can't even remember. I must have been. 
seven or eight. You are listening to Ear Snacks with Andrew and Polly. Could you share a key that could help our listeners unlock Unlocks. a new way of making art or thinking about and appreciating art? Hmm. I tried to prepare for this question, but it's, <laughs> it's actually such a difficult question. <laughs> One day I realized that I wanted people to participate and not just do something, but exchange something. So I thought, well, what do people have to exchange? always on them. So I emptied all my pockets. And when I emptied my pockets, there was some spare change. There was a key, there was an ID card, a wallet, like, you know, like a paper clip or something really weird like that. And then I thought one day I will make one art objects about each one of these things. So I think the key about making art that I can give is that it's right there already. You just have to look at the world and then just look at it differently. And that's kind of more than half the battle. That's amazing. Up to your pockets. <laughs> Do you have any key plans coming up that Ooh. you want to share with our friends? Yes. I am working on a key project, uh, but I cannot say where. <gasps> I've made different key projects. I've given away the key to the front door of a museum so people can go into the museum after hours. I, I've made a series of visitor lockers for a museum so people you know, use the keys to go in and out of the visitor locker. I've uh, made keys to a very small park for a, a town in Cam- the town of Cambridge. But this one is the first time that I'm going to do another key to the city. It's taken 11 years for another city to say, let's do it. So I'm working on that right now. Well, you have to make a lot of keys. So that's right. You better get started. It takes a long time. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on Ear Snacks, Paul. You're welcome. I like the title of the show, oh. Ear Snacks. <laughs> Bye! Eureka, <gasps> Louise. Oh, Kevin. I got the third letter. Oh, what was it? P. P? P like podcast. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Martina Castro does make a lot of podcasts. And also... Public and plans and and, and, and and possible and pockets and Paul and Paul Paul yes so many P things shall we try two P's shall the fourth letter oh be a you P think we well? should try another P no for the P go no for it. that's not it no no oh, we're so close Kevin ah I just want to deliver this candy and go home what, what's that fishing rods coming over the fence what. What is that basket? It's got a deus water ex machina. and key lime pie. And there's no, it says, thank you in advance for the delicious peppermint candy. We know you're hungry and must be tired after hiding in the bushes all day. Here's a snack and enclosed in this envelope is an extra secret key we hereby present to you as a token of trust and friendship. <gasps> Yours truly, Andrew and Polly. Well, Louise, that what do you think about that? So, so Oh, it looks oh, like if and, I stick oh, I the key the right, now. right in here, Boom. then um, actually, cheesh. oh, there's a, a little hidden lock spot and I could I can unlock the gate with this key, but I still really want to know. Whoa, this case is delicious, Kevin. Hey, Kevin and Louise. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hey, Louise. My mouth is So the jig is up, huh? You figured us out. 
Do you want all the peppermint candy or what? Oh, yeah, yeah, We'll definitely that take that. That is the sweetest Thank jig. Thank you so much. Thank you, this Kevin. This was the best jig. Thanks, Louise. I gotta know, y'all, what is the last letter of the code? Well, now that you ask, it's actually the letter... And that's our show! <laughs> Keep it a secret. It's either G for grapes. Old giraffes. Or is it S for Sharon, your friend? That's what it is, right? Sherry? Wasn't her name Sherry? Thank you so much to Martina Castro. From Adonde Media and the Vivo Songbook Podcast. Which we were so honored to be asked to help conceptualizing the show and the fun music games that happen in the bonusodes. We hope your family will think about exploring ways to participate in music with the Vivo Songbook. Thank you also to Paul Ramirez Jonas. Thanks, Paul. For sharing about his amazing art projects. You can find more about Paul's work. At museums and internet. At the Guggenheim and other places. Um, and we'll share some links in the show notes. And thanks to Eliza for making the connection. Thanks to... Wilder. Gertie. Lev. Jack. His mom, Katie. And his brother, Finn. And thanks for the peppermint candy, Kevin and Louise. And penguins. Thanks, Poppy. Priscilla. Philip. Pedro. For some reason. <laughs> it's a PH, Polly. Oh, that's right. Give right. It, yeah, it does. It okay. Sound. Thanks to Kevin and Louise for pulling off a great key heist. Polly, what are your top favorite keys? We could go on and on and on about keys. Tchotchkes. Monkeys. Turkeys. Kiki's delivery service. Hanukkiahs. <gasps> Listen, Andrew, hmm. not every ear snacks could be about everything. No? We no. Can't keep talking about um We key, can't keep, keep going. Talking. No, you can't. Turn this thing off. Ooh, Andrew, shh. Can I can I use your bathroom? To find out more about Ear Snacks or to be on the show, visit earsnacks.org.